to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. It's going to be all right, Bella. I know you're frightened now, but it's over. No one is going to hurt you. I won't touch you. I won't hurt you, he said again. My eyes blinked furiously, and I found my voice. Why do you keep saying that? I took an unsteady step toward him and he leaned away from my advance. What's wrong, I whispered. What do you mean? Are you... His golden eyes were suddenly as confused as I felt. Aren't you afraid of me? Afraid of you? Why? I staggered forward another step and then tripped over something. My own feet, probably. Edward caught me and I buried my face in his chest and started to sob. Bella, Bella, I'm so sorry. It's over. It's over. I'm fine, I gasped. I'm okay. I'm just freaking out. Give me a minute. His arms tightened around me. I'm so sorry, he murmured again and again. I clung to him until I could breathe, and then I was kissing him, his chest, his shoulder, his neck, every part of him that I could reach. Slowly, my brain started to work again. Hi. Hi. What's up, everyone? What is up? Happy Sunday slash other days. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember Twilight. The Eclipse version. We have a very, very special Eclipse version episode for you today because it is going to be the one and only episode in which we cover both a chapter of Eclipse and the last few pages of the short second life of Brie Tanner. Are you guys ready? I'm so excited slash so heartbroken. I know. This is a rough, this is a rough little time in the lives of everybody involved. Yes. Everybody. Every single person. No one has a good time. No one except for Seth. (laughs) 
<laughs> Seth loves this time. I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're completely. I think he right. doesn't care about Jacob. Honestly, even Jacob gets really mad about it later. <laughs> but yeah, Seth has a fine time. Yes, everybody else is really struggling in this in this section, but it's really cool to listen, yeah, like read and listen to. So, so let's do it. What happened last? We left off with both Bella and Bree. Uh, so yeah, what happened last time was that Bella had to watch Edward tear apart a couple of vampires and kill them. <laughs> she also like almost sacrificed herself, almost literally sliced her arm wide open in order yeah. to save Edward. She had rock to the the rock to vein, rock to vein, <laughs> clenched. Oh, such she a clench. was all of a clench. Good grief! Um, and then poor Bree got to the clearing and realized that Diego just wasn't there. No Diego. Everyone else was basically dead. So she tried to run away. <sighs> tried to run away. And got, then this got snatched. blonde vampire with yellow eyes has his arms around her neck and she just yells out, please. Oh my gosh. So did we, okay. So, so this, this week we're talking about chapter 25. It's called mirror. Yes. Um, and it's, Brie Tanner, pages 145, 146 to the end. Yes. And when Brie says that, I mean, she's not saying, please let me live. She is saying, please kill me. Yep. She is hopeless. She's lost hope because she lost her, what was going to be her companion. Yeah. And she's just, she's done. Yeah, she doesn't care. Nothing left to live for. So sad. So this episode is going to kind of flip back and forth between Bella and Brie up until the time when they meet and then Marin is going to take over Brie's perspective while I take over Bella's perspective so <laughs> I'm definitely more of a Brie and you're more of a Bella <laughs> that's so. true here we go so the way I laid out my notes is we're going to start back with Bella and She's just watched Edward dismember Victoria, <laughs> and he's just, like, sticking all her pieces into a pile. Yeah, but this is where Bella pulls on every single disassociation skill oh she gosh. has. Honestly, <laughs> she... Separates completely from her body. Her body, she... So, like I said, <laughs> she was clenched, so she's holding this rock so tight in her arm, she has it right up against her arm. She's just standing there, like, still ready to... Open that vein if necessary. <laughs> Meanwhile, she um, she can't stop watching what Edward is doing, okay. but she's not fully like processing what's happening because he has pulled off Victoria's head, <laughs> and Bella, looking at it, she calls it the oval object that is wrapped in tendrils of shivering, fiery hair. She is so far away from her body that she can't even say that it's a head. No, it's that oval object that uh, Edward has. Bella, honey. So. And are you concerned about how good Edward is about at what he's doing? No. <laughs> I, I'm i like, how many times have you done this? He's fine. Well, He's fine. Plus, he has all of Jasper's head experience yeah, from it too. Like he just be what it knows is. how to take care of this, and he knows he has to do it quickly. Oh my god! So I feel Edward. like <laughs> Edward right now is just like, okay, I've definitely traumatized Bella because she's not moving. So I'm gonna do this as fast as possible, so then I can go to her and give yeah. her my full attention and not have to like come back and yeah. do any of this. No, for him, it's all about efficiency mm -hmm. and and 
quickness and quality right now. Absolutely. <laughs> he will he will not look at Bella. He's just like looking right next to her <laughs> but not at her yes once you look at her you gotta it's look at her over. forever so uh, you, he has to do these things first oh, man. and so he and seth are searching around for all of the vampire chunks that seth tore off of riley poor bella is like i could not go to him you do not need to no he will come to you <laughs> So they have this pile. Um, Edward cutely covers it with some pine needles. I don't know why, because vampires are flammable. But Just think it, he's trying so hard not to traumatize Bella. Is that why? He's, he's like, maybe I'll make it look more like a fire real fire than a human make fire. it smell a little bit like a tree instead of just he's just like I can't traumatize vampire. her anymore I gotta do oh, something no. they light it on fire and um, once they have all the pieces Edward and Seth do a fist to nose bump <laughs> in congratulations which is adorable super adorable and then Edward finally turns to Bella and he moves very cautiously he's like he's like just tiptoeing arms straight out i'm right i'm right here is she dead from shock did she die yet <laughs> speaking very very softly <laughs> meanwhile Bella's just like what the heck is wrong with edward he is broken <laughs> they're both thinking that each other is broken yes <laughs> so edward like tip Toes to Bella and says, hey, Bella, can you put the rock down? And she's still holding the rock. And she, she, it takes her a minute to be like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, a rock. That's why my hand hurts. And then she's also like, give me 20 seconds to figure out how to relax my fingers enough to drop it. She has to connect back to her physical being mm -hmm. first. So she drops it, but the rest of her body still stays tensed, <laughs> which must be just absolutely exhausting. Poor sweetie. Oh, my goodness. Poor sweetie. So Edward then tells her that she is safe and he won't hurt her, oh, which well. confuses Bella even more because, of course, <laughs> you're Edward. You're not going to hurt me. These guys. I know I'm safe. But are you safe, though? That's what oh she gosh, is concerned these about. These guys, they're just, that's oh, too much. <laughs> yes. And he goes, it's going to be all right, Bella. I know you're frightened now, but it's over. No one is going to hurt you. I won't touch you. I won't hurt you. And she's like, <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Still very confusing. She asks him why he's saying that. And then he looks back at her confused <laughs> i just imagine them both as puppies with they like both of their ears haven't like stuck up yet so they have one floppy ear one up ear and they both just are tilting their heads looking at each other so confused. with the eyebrow up uh -huh. and then every once in a while one tongue wags out but then the other one is like uh-uh uh -huh. and so it goes back in yes <laughs> Um, so Bella tries to walk Tori over to him, but her body is not working. So she falls over and Edward, you know, catches her before she falls. She starts crying and she goes. Which, hold on. I think this might be the most appropriate response Bella has ever had mm -hmm. to a trauma, though. Oh, my gosh. She's this getting is my better. constant state. <laughs> I need to just memorize this because she says, I'm fine. I'm OK. I'm just freaking out. Give me. A minute. I know you said it's yours. I also wrote, I wrote me every day. Constantly. 
I'm fine. I'm just freaking out. It's, give me a minute. Uh-huh. I'll be fine. <laughs> Jeez. So he just holds her and he says that he's sorry. Aww. And Bella gives Edward a kiss bath. I know. <laughs> Makes sure that all parts of him are still kissable and I intact. I mean, weird, but okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not going to judge her He's right fine now. With it, honestly. They both just went through such a trauma. I'm. It's fine. Bella yes. can be this way right now. Yes. And um, she asks him, are you sure that you're okay? And he says yes. And she's like, well, but what about Seth? And he's like, he's fine. He's <laughs> very proud. <laughs> and so she's like, well, what about everybody else? And he's like, everybody's fine, Bella. We had it the worst. And she's like, oh, <laughs> Well, we didn't have it that bad, so oh my that's all Bella needed to hear. And she like Bella. probably finally unclenches her hand. <laughs> finally. <laughs> um, she asks him why he thought that she would be afraid of him. <laughs> Bella. I mean, you are, after all, Edward, as if you could fight me off Cullen. <laughs> and he's just like, Bella, I just one beheaded and two dismembered a living being in front of your eyes <laughs> most people would not be okay after seeing that and she's like big shrug shrug uh-huh. <laughs> fine not <She's> really good. <laughs> she is all okay <laughs> she says oh i'm good i was just scared um that you guys were gonna get hurt and I wanted to help. And Edward's like, yes, about that helping, you almost gave me a heart attack. Which my heart doesn't even beat. And it almost had an attack. You idiot. Bella, don't be gasping with rocks. <laughs> and she's like, but I needed to help. Seth was hurt. No. Honey. <laughs> First of all, Seth has healing powers. And second of all, he was just pretending. <laughs> What? He was kidding? Oh, man. Well, you just wait here till next time, Edward. I'll be a vampire then. <laughs> okay, Bella. Okay. You can be a vampire next time. Cool. And then she remembers that thing that him and Seth went to talk about when she was having her moment oh. with Jacob. And so she's like, what was this about some schedule? And he's like, well, yeah, about that. Don't worry. It's <laughs> fine, but we do need to leave. And she's like, go on. But just then, Seth lets out a whine. And just as Edward screams, no, oh. Seth gives the biggest, saddest howl. Oh, no. And Edward falls to his knees. This is when Bella. With his hands on his head. This is when it would be appropriate for Bella to freak out. Yeah. I mean, if Edward is falling to his knees and screaming, Edward, Mr. Everything is okay, Cullen. Yeah, statue yeah. Cullen. Mm -mm. Nope. So I will say, having known what is happening, this is a little bit of an overreaction from Edward's part. It, it might just be because all the wolves are freaking out and the pain is in his head. Maybe. That would be more realistic that this is Edward <laughs> Cullen's actual response to this event. Good but point. Good point. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, elsewhere, we're going to switch over to Brie for a minute here <laughs> because if you remember, Carlisle has his very hands around her neck at this point. Oh, geez. And as she screams, please, this, this um, alerts Carlisle to something 
different is happening with this girl. Yeah. And so he picks her up and he throws her really far away from him. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly she's airborne. And she tells him that she doesn't want to fight. Yeah. She's like, well, she's like, I should have tried to run, but Diego was dead. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yes. And as she's looking at Carlisle, she says, though he still held himself ready, his face changed. He looked at me in a way I didn't totally get. There was a lot of knowledge in that face and something else. Empathy? Pity, at least. Carlisle. So he tells her that he doesn't want to fight either and that they're just defending themselves. And she's like, there's such honesty in his odd yellow eyes. Yeah, right here she completely realizes that she never should have believed Riley. Yeah. I mean, she knew it before. She's like, yeah, he lied about everything. He lied about these guys. This is when it's like it all hits her where she's like. That's what uh, actual honesty looks like. Right. And I can't believe that I mistook Riley's honesty because obviously it was insincere insincere now that I see. The problem this. is though that she'd been so abused and hurt her entire life that she didn't know what real honesty looked like from an adult. Yeah. Until she met Carlisle. Yeah. So then Miss Esme comes over and Carlisle tells her that Brie doesn't want to fight. And Esme just looks at how scared Brie is and she <sighs> tells Brie that they don't want to hurt her. And Brie's just sitting here like Thinking about everything that has happened, she's like, Diego's dead. And that's the, like, main feeling she has is just sadness about that. And she's all like, also, my entire coven is dead now. And now these two people here who were supposed to be my enemies are being kind. Uh, she's confused, but her emotional maturity has, like, brought her to a place where she sees the difference between good and bad you know, truth and lies. Like she's so much more mature emotionally, I think because of her past life and trauma that she was able to ascend the other van, the other newborns Mm -hmm. and be like, Oh my gosh, this is what real love is. This is scary. You know, it's kind of scary for her. Yeah. So Carla asks her if she will surrender and she says, yes. Heck yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah, dude. No prob. And Carlisle offers her a hand and tells her that they have some questions for her. But as long as she doesn't lie, she's going to be okay. So Brie gets up very slowly. And then Mr. (laughs) Jasper comes over. Oh, whoops. She was just about to like be like, yes, please give me a second chance. And then (laughs) Jasper uh, back into the shell. Yeah. I'm very scared. She takes one look at his scar sleeves and is like, danger, (laughs) danger. Very scary. This is a scary vampire. Uh, so Jasper, seeing what's happening, gets immediately ready to attack Bree. <laughs> and then Carlisle's like, no, hold on. Let me explain what <laughs> she, just happened. She doesn't want to fight. Nope. Oh, man. And so Jasper's like, I don't think that this is an option. Because what if the Volturi think that we created our own like newborn army in response right. to this one we don't want to have <laughs> anything to do with that that's bad news all around <laughs> jasper cannot hold it together either because she's feeling all of his anxiety she's feeling his fear she's feeling his anger which is very weird for jasper like he's no like he's feeling all these feelings but usually he will like help everybody else to feel but he doesn't care about that with Bria at all like he's no. just like whatever i'm feeling she's also gonna feel and she's like what the crap Mm-hmm. Why am I feeling like? Why am I so nervous? Angry and... Like, what is happening? It's very interesting. Totally. 
Um, but both Carlisle and Esme stand up for Brie. And Brie is like so amazed to hear Esme talking about her like she's a person and that murder isn't unavoidable. And so Bree's just sitting there trying to look as non-threatening as she can. <laughs> She's like, these weird vampires are weird. Yeah. Her and her and Edward are honestly like mimicking each other at this exact moment because Edward's like arms out. Oh, I know. Looking down, moving slowly. And so Bree is channeling her inner Edward. <laughs> so I think she and Edward would have been a great team. I, I do talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. Um, <laughs> what's so interesting is that immediately Esme is like she's just a child we need to protect her but aren't <laughs> children the most dangerous of newborns I or mean, is she newborns. past the like age of child danger for a vampire no but I think Esme realizes that she is a newborn and she was turned when she was just a baby yeah and so she's like this baby had this happen to her she's just a sweetie mm-hmm Jasper finally agrees with them, but he insists that he watch over Bree and that they need to get back. And so Carlisle and Esme head to the clearing and Jasper tells Bree to come with them and that if she makes any sudden movements, he is going to kill her. (laughs) So he makes her close her eyes and follow his voice back to the clearing. She she learns a couple of things, though, that she had suspected but wasn't sure about. So. Uh, they say, like, we're not the Volturi. We follow the rules, but we don't take lives lightly. We will explain. Uh, and he's like, they might think we created our own newborns in defense. <laughs> it's cute of you to think that they don't know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It's so cute of them to think that the Volturi wasn't believe. literally in on this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but so then they're like talking about laws, creating vampires. And she's like, oh my gosh, so there is a law. There are cops. What is going on? Mm-hmm. Poor Brie. Yeah. So he leads her over to the others and he has her sit down and keep her eyes closed. And she's still feeling how angry Jasper is, but it's not overshadowing her sadness no. about Diego. That's she still the thing that she's a little bit feeling the most. Oh, yeah, it's cool. And she just thinks about how he must have died, and that Riley and Victoria must have just tortured him beyond his limits for him to have told Riley anything about her. Oh. So Brie now understands that the change that she felt in Riley that night that he came back without Diego was because he killed Diego. And she says, I wondered how much pain it would have taken to make me betray Diego. I imagined it would have taken quite a lot. And I was sure that it had taken at least that much to make Diego betray me. He protected her to the literal bitter end until he was absolutely dead. Torn apart, finger by finger, thrown in the fire. Lip by lip. Eyelash by eyelash. (laughs) So she's just at this point completely done. Yeah. And gosh. So she is in her feels, we're in our feels, when suddenly Brie hears screaming and a really loud howling. Lots of howling. Literally is like, I cannot imagine how anyone would make that noise. Yeah, what could cause a sound like that? Oh, gosh. Brie hears the names Jacob, Sam, and Leah, and the howling continues 
until she says it's just one agonized inhuman uh, yowling. And then she imagines that it's Diego. Mm-hmm. And she knows it's not, but she's like, that's how he must have sounded when he was being tortured to death. Mm-hmm. Ugh, good grief. She hears, and this is what Edward is freaking out about and Seth is freaking out about, is the same howling. And she hears Carlisle say, please let me take a look. Please let me help. And then finally, thank you. And Sabri's sitting there. Her eyes are still closed. She's trying to figure out what is going on and what she's hearing. She's hearing all these heavy footsteps and heavy breathing and these fast, not human heartbeats. And so she's like, what kind of howling, loud, breathing vampires are these? (laughs) And she goes to take a big whiff and see if she can smell what they are. Right when Jasper comes over to her and he clasps, she, well, he idiot sandwiches her and he just is like, stop it. <laughs> stop trying to figure out what's happening. And you know what? When Jasper tells you to be quiet, you be quiet. Yeah. She's like, honestly, I'm okay not knowing what's happening because, I mean, at least I'm still alive. I mean, now she wants to live. Ugh. Because there's other people. There's yep. things to live for. There's something to live for now. Yeah. Ugh. And she starts to think about Fred. And she's like, I wonder if he will wait for me. There's so much that I need to tell him now. I've learned so many new things. She wants safety and security. And that's what he gave her. Yeah. She goes, it would be interesting to explore that world, particularly with someone who could make me feel invisible and safe. But Diego was gone. He wouldn't be coming to find Fred with me. And that made imagining the future faintly repugnant. She kind of hears Carlisle again saying that they would help if they could, but they can't leave. And then (laughs) the howling disappears. (laughs) Please leave. You guys were not helped in this next. (laughs) So I'm flipping back over to Bella now. Bella, she runs over to Edward and he's like, we're still fine. Everything, we're going to be okay. But then he's also talking like he's somewhere else saying like, Sam, help him. Oh, no. And Bella realizes that no one has come here. It's happening back at the clearing. Uh. She almost passes out at this. Edward has to catch her again. He tells Seth to go home. Seth hesitates and he's like no Seth go home and then he takes off into the forest and so Bella's like what is going on and he's like we have to get to the clearing because the Volturi are coming and Bella just straight up cannot process any of this information well that's it goodbye so Edward tells her that they're just coming to clean up the mess like they're strictly here for their like usual job that they do But he's like, the timing of their arrival is rather suspicious. (laughs) And also, Jane is with them. Oh, no. And so Edward wants to make 100% sure that she has absolutely no reason to be curious and to try to come and find Edward and Bella somewhere else. So Bella starts to freak out again. So Edward tells her, um, it's going to be fine. And Alice can see that. But then where are the wolves, Bella thinks. Duh. They can't be there. <laughs> he has to explain it to her. <laughs> Bella. They had to leave because the Volturi do not honor truces with the wolves. Um, so Bella, she's very confused. She's very upset. She asks again what happened. And he tells her that a newborn was hiding, that Leah found him, 
but Jacob <laughs> got hurt trying to help her. And this is Bella's limit, and she uh, passes out. Yeah, she was almost okay with it when it was Leah, but then when she found out that it was Jake, she was like, no, goodbye. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is where our paths uh, come Merge. together. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll figure so, it out. Bella kind of comes to, and she feels cold hands touching her, and she can kind of hear some voices, but she can't really tell what people are saying. Um, yeah, so Alice is like, another five minutes. Um, and Brie hears that, and she's like, oh, gosh, who are all these people? And then Alice goes, and Bella will open her eyes in 37 seconds. I wouldn't doubt that she can hear us now. What the F is happening? Who's this Bella? You know, she's like trying to smell. Sniff, 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 sniff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper's still doing an idiot sandwich very tight around Brie's ears. Oh, yes. Uh, so Bella hears Esme say, Bella, you're safe now, dear. And Bella's just like, yeah, I'm safe. But what about Jacob? <laughs> and Edward just um, leans down and whispers in Bella's ear. And he goes, he's going to live, Bella. Jacob Black is healing as I speak. He'll be fine. So Bella opens her eyes. Edward is sighing all the sighs of relief. I wish that Bella would just believe Edward yes. and Carlisle. Ugh. Yeah. And so Carlisle tells her, you know, I, I examined him myself. His life is not in any danger. Um, his injuries were extensive, though. It'll be a few days before he's back to normal. As soon as we're done here, I will go and see what else I can do for him. Um, but that Sam is trying to get him to phase back to his human form because Carlisle has never been to veterinarian school. <laughs> um, so Bella asks what exactly happened to Jacob. And he says, well, he knocked Leah out of the way, but he didn't have time to defend himself. And this newborn got his arms around him and crushed most of the bones on the right oh, side of his body. Jakey. And Bella's just like, but he'll be back to normal. And Carla says, yes, he won't have any permanent damage. And then Alice says, three minutes. Yeah. Um, during all of this, Bree just hears like mumbling, mumbling. And she can tell that there's a different voice there that isn't a vampire voice, but she can't really figure out what's going on. And then Jasper's like, you better open your eyes now. Um, and she's still just like searching for, you know, danger hinted in his tone. Uh, if he's scared... <laughs> then she should be too you know yeah I mean, she's just like totally freaked out um and she looks out Bella's kind of looking all of the Collins are kind of in the semicircle next to their big bonfire where they've burned all of the vampires <laughs> and she notices that Jasper's kind of standing over there and that he has his back to her and his shoulders are tense and there's something that he's crouching over and then Bella realizes that there are eight vampires in the clearing. So Whoa. it's at this point where Bella becomes aware that Brie is here. She's curled into a small ball, younger than her. But Brie is just staring at Bella with her eyes so red. <laughs> and so Edward tells her, you know, she surrendered. I um, That's one I've never seen before. Only Carlisle would think of offering. Jasper doesn't approve. Okay. So, <laughs> so... Brie opens her eyes and she sees that the colons are in front of her and she they're like all looking at something and she's trying to see what they're looking at but all she can see is the smoke um and she <laughs> sees all of them and she looks at him and she's like oh man that guy's really big and it's Emmett and of course she <laughs> she's like likes to imagine him killing Raul uh -huh. she sees all the vamps and another figure on the ground and she wonders if they're putting 
a vampire back together. <laughs> and that's Bella, because, you know, and she's been laying there. She counts at least 16 people were there at some point. And so she's like, who were all those other people there? I heard they're, you know. And, but then she's so mad at Riley that he left her. Um, she's like, I hope that the black cloaks make him suffer. Um, the wind shifts, Jasper's anxiety rushes over Brie, and then she smells Bella. And everyone thinks Bella smells good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brie spends an entire paragraph talking about how good smell a- Bella smells. Uh, it's very, very difficult for Brie to not kill Bella or die trying. Edward gets it. Edward. That's when Edward goes, she surrendered. Yes. That's one I've never seen before. Only Carlisle would think of offering. Yes. So Bella asks if Jasper is all right. (laughs) And Edward's like, yeah, he's fine. The venom stings. And of course, the reason that Jasper is so tense right now is because Brie just got a whiff of Bella. (laughs) Um, But Edward tells her that he was trying to be everywhere at once, trying to make sure Alice had nothing to do, honestly, as if Alice needs anyone's help. (laughs) And then... Bella says the young female suddenly threw her head back like a wild animal and wailed shrilly. Oh, man, poor Brie. So she's like, she's the most confused anyone has ever been. Like, why is this girl there? Why are they together? What is happening? She's freaking out. Outwardly, Brie is a total freak out because she's a vampire. But in her head, she's having a whole master's discourse with herself about how, like, why hadn't they killed her yet? Why did she say so comfortable with them? Um, of course, Jasper was bitten. He fought. He just fought and destroyed my entire coven. Did this girl even know what we were? <laughs> She's just freaking out. And then the wind kicks up and she just screams her head off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's just absolutely like, no. And it's kind of amazing that she's showing such self-control, even though she's screaming and freaking out. Like the fact that she hasn't just tried to like go eat Bella immediately shows that Brie is um, more mature than any of the others. Right. She's in control of her body, but not her thirst, right. I would say. Right. I mean, she's imitating a Doberman that's been told to stay and not eat the bloody steak at its feet. <laughs> <laughs> but it wants it real bad. And Carlisle's like, we're going to destroy her if she doesn't calm the F down. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you must stand it. You must exercise control. It is possible, and it is the only thing that will save you now. So Bella, seeing how Bree is reacting, says to Edward, shouldn't we move away from her? And Edward says, no, we have to stay here. They are coming to the north end of the clearing now. Yeah, um, Bree has like an empty chairs at empty tables moment <laughs> where she's like, I may as well just die because Diego's gone and everybody I know is gone um she's just like so racked with like pain and thirst she grabs onto her head um Bella wants to get away from Brie but they are coming yes we're in the same place Bella and Brie are still just staring at each other well Bella at least is just staring at Brie watching her She says it was hard to tell if her features were beautiful, twisted as they were by rage and thirst. (laughs) 
And Bella looks at her and she's like, I wonder if I'm looking into a mirror. I wonder if this is exactly what I'm going to be like. I know. Brie goes, the girl met my stare, but her expression was so different from what it should have been. Though I could feel that my lips were curled back from my teeth, though I trembled with the effort to stop myself from springing at her, she did not look afraid of me. Instead, she seemed fascinated. It almost looked like she wanted to speak to me, like she had a question she wanted me to answer. (laughs) Uh, Brie thinks about escaping, but it's too late. Yes. And Bella, she knows that Edward said north, but Bella doesn't know where north is. So she's looking (laughs) at where Edward is looking and he's just looking straight ahead. So she's looking too, but she can't really see anything until she notices the smoke kind of moves. And then she hears, hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Brie goes, a dead voice said from behind the smoke. And then she's like, in that one syllable, I knew exactly who it was. Mm -hmm. The Goths. The goths are back. The diamond goths. <laughs> Edward welcomes Jane and Bella sees these dark shapes come closer. She knows that Jane's going to be in the front. And then there are four figures behind her. And she's like, I think that I know who these are. And then Felix pulls his hood back and winks at her and smiles ew, at her. Ew, 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 ew. Hold on. I, I was like... Excuse me? <laughs> when he did that. Felix is just evil Emmett. <laughs> uh, Brie feels like the goths are the ones to be scared of, finally. Yes. She's like, oh, it wasn't Riley. It wasn't my creator. It wasn't these guys. It's the goths. Always beware the goths. They're the... <laughs> Not in my experience, but maybe in Breeze. <laughs> but yeah, she's finally like, oh, these are the Punishers, and they didn't lose. So Bella's watching Jean look at everybody, and then Jean looks at the girl on the ground, and she says, I don't understand. And so Edward tells her, well, she has surrendered. And Jean looks at him, and she goes, surrendered? Um, all the other dark cloaks look at each other and Edward just shrugs and he goes Carlisle gave her the option (laughs) but Jane says there are no options for those who break the rules okay but wait a minute Brie is completely submissive um I so this goes back to what I asked before when Esme was like she's only a child I want to know if there's like an age where someone is no longer an immortal child, quote, mm-hmm. quote, quote, because I think that Jane counts and that's breaking the rules. Like the rule they broke was that they they created a newborn army, whatever, da, 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 da. Right. That Brie was terrorizing Seattle and raising suspicion of humans. Right. That people were going to find out about them. Right. But I'm like, what about the rule about not creating immortal children? I feel like Arrow broke that rule immediately by making Jane and uh, Alec. Yeah, because they returned when they were, what, 11 Oh my or gosh, 12? babies, I think 12. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, it. okay, well, but it just what it comes down to is the rules don't matter for white men in power. Is uh, that what it comes down to? Um, Yeah, as long as it serves people in power and is in their best interest. Because the other thing I see light. the Volturi doing all the time is like taking hordes and hordes of people into their tower and killing them mm-hmm. which like that raises suspicion if you ask me yeah whatever yes <laughs> Bree's just like and she's just watching all of this like they're basically like they are 
deciding her fate and she, all she gets to do is sit and watch. So what she decides to do is share as much as she can with Edward and just tell Edward every single thing that happened to her in her brain, but act like an idiot newborn to the Volturi. Yep. Cause she's, she's very like, smart. Yeah. Cause she's like, I know there's a mind reader and this, I love that she calls Edward the red haired one. Yes. I always want him to have such red hair and he's he never the red headed one. And she just like notices how like monotonely he's speaking. And so she's just, she kind of just picks up and assumes that mm-hmm. the red headed one is the mind reader. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Me too. So Carlyle tells Jean, um, that's in your hands as long as she is willing to halt her attack on us. I saw no need to destroy her. And Jean just says that's irrelevant. And so Carlyle just says, as you wish. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so Jean's staring at Carlyle. This is the first time that Jane has met Carlyle. And so she's like, damn, Arl was right. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. So she's like, he sends his regards. And I just imagined her being like, Ugh, okay, hold on. And just like opening her cloak and pulling out an enormous <laughs> pile of handwritten poetry. Yes. And being like, here, listen, Carlyle, Arl wanted me to give this to you. I know it's stupid. And then Carlyle was like, oh my gosh. Okay, well, so send back my regards to and just like picks up a vampire finger and like here give him this I don't know <laughs> he picks up a leaf and just like just one blade of grass something into it <laughs> here you go Let's give him this <laughs> amazing guys. so Carlisle tells him it appears that you've done our work for us how many were there and so Carlisle tells her 18 and um Everybody in the Volturi are looking rather impressed to find every single one of the Cullens standing here against 18 people. Well, and Brie is just pissed. She's so mad. She's like, the more I hear, the more I learn about how we were pawns and we were lied to. Why hadn't they told us? You know, she's just so mad. And she's she's giving Edward every piece of information she has. Mm hmm. And so Jane's like, 18. And Carlisle says, yeah, they were all brand new, unskilled. And so she's like, then who was their creator? And Edward tells her her name was Victoria. Well, and then uh, Brie is like, "Ah, but Jane wasn't surprised. She's faking. Yeah. Always faking. Yep. So Brie's telling Edward, like, these guys were totally in on it. (laughs) They knew Victoria. They, like, arranged all of this. They're here now for a reason. Brie is so good. And so Edward's just like, huh. (laughs) Good to know. Jane clarifies, was. And so Edward nods towards the other smoke bomb. And so Jane's like, so this Victoria, she was in addition to the 18. And Edward was like, yes, she just had one other with her, a little bit older, but still like a year old. So then 20. Brie is like, oh, my gosh, it was Riley and Victoria. They're dead. Diego has been avenged. She almost smiles. Mm -hmm. She's like, good, good. Yeah, she is so happy. That Edward took care of her problem. Yeah, dude. Big brother Edward. Yep. Jane is even more impressed by 20 um, and wants to know who took down Victoria. And Edward says, I did. So then Brie goes, whoever this vampire was, whether he kept a pet human or no, he was a friend of mine. Even if he were the one to kill me in the end, I would still owe him. 
Mm-hmm. Brie is now Edward's little sister forever. Yep. And then Jane turns to stare at Brie and she goes, you there, your name. And Brie's like, I was dead anyway, according to her. So why give this lying vampire anything she wanted? She just glares <laughs> at her. Brie, D-G-A-F about Jane. Yeah. That turns out to be kind of a mistake. but <laughs> I mean, yeah, you... But Jane is a classic 12-year-old bully and shouldn't be allowed out. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Somebody needs to ground her. She's so terrible. Mm -hmm. So she looks at uh, Brie and uh, pain, 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 pain. She was on fire. It was like I'd gone back to the worst night of my life. Fire everywhere in every vein of my body. Every cell was blazing. It was the worst agony imaginable. And then she stops and Jane's like, your name um, and Bree's like Bree, uh-huh. <laughs> it's Bree. Um, well, and Edward's hearing everything that Bree is thinking, and so he's like, "She'll tell you anything you want to know. You don't have to do that." Yeah, because Bree is like, "Please, please, please, tell her to make it stop." Um, he's so good. The mm-hmm. pain vanished. Jane turned like she turned off a light switch, and Bree is on the ground panting. Ugh, so sad. And um, Jane's like, "Oh, I know." Mm-hmm. Brie, <laughs> she's so gross. Yep. Brie shudders, you know. The the thing that's sad is that then she's immediately like, I'll give you the answer, you know, like um, 19 or 20, maybe more. I don't know. Sarah and the one whose name I don't know got in a fight on the way. And then she braces herself for more pain because she's been conditioned her whole life to feel pain when she gives an answer that the abuser doesn't like, whether or not it's the truth. Right. It's so sad. So Jane asks, um, this Victoria, did she create you? She's like, I don't know. Riley never said her name. I didn't see that night. I was so dark and it hurt. And then she's like, don't hurt me again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't want us to think of her. He said that our thoughts weren't safe. Yep. And so then Jane looks at Edward. <laughs> then at her again. And um, and Bella's like, Victoria planned all of this so well. If she hadn't followed Edward, there would have been no way to know that she was involved. Mm, I know. She gave herself away. Yep. Uh, it's so good too. And then right, Jane is like, tell me about Riley. Why did he bring you here? And she's like, uh, we're a cult. He told us about the <laughs> yellow eyes. He said it would be easy. He said that we could have that girl if we could get to her first. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's, uh, we're a cult. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said we would know we had the right coven. She would be with them. Uh, Jane didn't want the Collins to know that they knew, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to know that you know that they know. <laughs> so she's like, it looks like Riley was wrong about the easy part. <laughs> and uh, Bree's like, okay, so she's fine with my story. Uh, I was, I understood she was relieved. Riley hadn't told me other others about the little visit to our creator, Victoria. This was the story she wanted the yellow eyes to know. The story that didn't implicate Jane or the dark cloaked Volturi. Well, I could play along. Hopefully, mind reader was already in the know. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's like, "Nope, listen to me, mind reader. This is the truth." Yep. Jane asks Carlisle, and you know, is like, "Are you sure you got all of them? Like both halves?" And Carlisle just says, "Well, yeah, we split up." And so Jane is kind of letting her, like. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed, come through. Mm -hmm. And she says that I've never seen a coven escape this magnitude of offense intact. (laughs) Do you know what was behind it? (laughs) 
And Bree's like, the I, yes, I'll give you the I don't know anything version. Mm-hmm. So Edward just says, well, Victoria held a grudge against Bella. And Jane's just like, this Bella girl. Vampires go wild for her. <laughs> and um, Jane looks at Bella and Edward stiffens. And he asks her to not do that. And Jane just says, I was just checking. No harm done. Gross. And then Bella's like, oh, she just tried to crucio me. <laughs> I'm really glad that my whatever bl- uh, brain problems are still protecting me. <laughs> brain problems. No. So, I mean, Brie is like, nothing happened to the girl. Maybe Jane didn't want to hurt her. Or maybe her horrible talent only worked on vampires. No. Bella's just special. Bella has powers. Super special. Yes. Um, so Jane's like, well, I guess there's not really much for us to do. It seems like we missed the fight. It would have been entertaining, though. And Edward's like, yes, you were so close. It's a shame you didn't arrive just a half hour earlier. Perhaps then you could have fulfilled your purpose. Damn, Edward. <laughs> and then Bree's like, yep, he's the mind reader. Yeah, for she goes, sure. I fought a smile. So the redhead was the mind reader and he'd heard everything I'd wanted him to hear. Jane wasn't getting away with anything. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So Jane um has Felix come over to kill Bree, but Edward stops her and he says, Wait, we could explain the rules to the young one. She doesn't seem unwilling to learn. She didn't know what she was doing. And Carlisle's like, Yeah, we will happily take responsibility for Bree. And here Bree goes, Me? I was touched to the core. These vampires were strangers, but they'd gone out on this dangerous limb for me. I already knew it wasn't going to work, but still. I mean, Brie might be the first vampire to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's so touched. But Jane just says, we don't make exceptions and we don't give second chances. Wow. And she looks at <laughs> Bella and she's like, Caius will be very interested to know that you're still human. <laughs> And Alice is just like, nope, the date's set. I already have all the outfits ready to go. <laughs> Even Bree is like, still human? So they were going to change the girl. I wondered what they were waiting for. Marriage. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jane says, it was nice to meet you, Carlisle. I thought Ara was exaggerating your beauty. <laughs> and then she just says, take care of that, Felix, nodding towards Bree. I want to go home. And so, so oh, Edward leans down to Bella. And he just says, don't watch. And Bree, even facing death, is thinking of her friend who protected her. She's like, this would be it then. I still didn't feel afraid. My only regret was that I couldn't tell Fred more about all of this. He was going almost totally blind into this world full of dangerous politics and dirty cops and secret covens. Uh, What could they do to him if they couldn't see him? Maybe the yellow eyes would meet Fred someday. And then she says to Edward, be nice to him, please. I thought it the mind reader. And then she closed her eyes. Goodbye, Brie. It's so sad. We hardly knew ye. I know. I'm really glad that she told Edward about Fred, though. Me too. It gives me hope because I was like devastated that Fred was just going to disappear into the world. Mm-hmm. And he does become a nomad, um, according to the illustrated guide. But... Um, Sweet, sweet Edward knows about him. So mm-hmm. I think that Edward will go find him someday. And then they they kill her, uh, which is gross. Just And then they leave. Yeah, so Bella, um, she says, 
Um, so Bella puts her head in Edward's chest, but she could still hear. And she says there is a deep rumbling growl and then a high pitched keen that was horribly familiar. That sound cut off quickly. And then the only sound was a sickening crunching and snapping. Yeah. Jane says, come all of the diamonds leave into the mist. <laughs> a kill and leave. A kill and leave. I don't like these guys. Me either. They're the worst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and poor baby Brie. Um, when I read this book this time around, I was like, yeah, Stephanie, I wish that you had written that before you'd written Eclipse because I think definitely we would have had a different ending mm-hmm. to Brie. Yeah. This ending was far too traumatic and sad mm-hmm. for a, a Twilight book. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I love it. I, I love it when main characters die. I think it's important. And so does Mark. Like we're both always just like, oh my gosh, they killed a main character. That's awesome. And so it's actually kind of a better that it happened this way, but I don't think it would have if Stephanie had known. I know. If she had fallen in love with Brie. The way we did. Oh my gosh. The way she did when she wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I hate to lose up this sweet little baby. Yeah. She had so much potential. She was such an angel. Yep. <sighs> That's our chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Thank you. Brie. Goodbye, Brie. We loved you. Yep. Uh, thanks for joining us for yes. Remember Eclipse yes. and the Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. A pleasure always. Not usually this sad. It's only going to be like... <laughs> Um, sadness and anger through the last couple more episodes yeah. though, for me. <laughs> I had a lot of feelings as I was reading these. So yeah. beware that. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And remember Brie Tanner. Aww. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.